0: Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and today on the podcast we have Jackie Goldschneider from The Real Housewives in New Jersey. Jackie just announced that she has written a new book, The Weight of Beautiful, which is going to be out in September. She completely wrote it herself, no gross writer, no help, no anything. And it, it's detailing her journey with her eating disorder and getting through into recovery and how being on a reality show played into all of that. And I'm just really proud of her. It's so brave of her to share this and be so open about this. And she, as she told me in this interview, it's really about not only getting it out of her head and getting all these stories onto, onto the page, but also to help other people and to show people there's hope to, to work through a lot of this. And um, so it was great to hear about that and hear about her decision to write this book. And then we sort of transitioned to talking about Real Housewives and, one of the things there is that, you know, she, her, she's a friend of the season. She's not full time. and And part of that decision was to give her more space and time to focus on her recovery. Because even though she was in a better place last spring after the past season, she still didn't, in her mind, she didn't like how she looked. And so she needed, she felt that she needed more time to devote to recovery and working through some of that and she really feels like she's, just, she's an amazing place right now and which is, which is awesome to hear and um you know we talked about the you know the quote unquote demotion to a friend of from full time and how she was working through that how that played into her relationship with some of the newbies we talked about some of the newbies and her thoughts on them and it seems like danielle is kind of her number one adversary this season and then we got into the list entries of it all which is obviously the crux of the show and sort of what where she is right now with it, when she decides to wade into certain things and when not, how Melissa is doing, because obviously she's closer to Melissa, um, so she's more privy to that. And then sort of how does this show move forward? I think a lot of people are wondering, can Teresa and Melissa get, exist on this show without always having to rehash the same thing? Can, can they coexist and not fight all the time and not be the center of it? I don't know. And as, she, and as Jackie said, the premiere for this season was the best rated premiere of Jersey in three years. So... People are obviously tuning in for it. So it's not exactly broken. You know, it's not like, I think if there's a lot of noise online that people are sort of fed up with that. But like, if you look at the ratings, people are interested. They're tuning in. So I don't know. I don't know what it looks like moving forward. But we sort of hy- hypothesize there a little bit. Anyway, keep listening for my interview with Jackie Goldschneider. Check out her book, in, which is out in September. Tune into The Real Housewives of New Jersey Tuesdays at 9 p.m. on Bravo. And please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're here with Jackie Goldshiner from The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Jackie, you have a lot of good stuff going on right now, and I'm so happy to have you back. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks. I'm happy to be here.
0: So before we get into the show, I want to talk about the book, which was just announced last week. Congratulations, first of all. That's Thank that's major. Thank
1: you. How, Thank how you. do
0: you feel yeah. having that news out in the world that you that you wrote this book?
1: I'm, I'm like, it's the most exciting thing that's happened to me in years. I've always wanted to write a book. Never thought that I'd be writing this book. You know, I wrote it myself. I'm really proud of it. I feel like it's, it's such a professional accomplishment for me. And I'm really excited to, to get conversations going about this topic. Cause I feel like one of the reasons I stayed sick for so long is because nobody talks about eating disorders. Nobody talks about diet culture that way. No one talks about like what really goes on with all the the secrets and the shame. And so I'm happy to get that, you know, out there into the world.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you feel like two things? One is talk to me about the decision to write it yourself because a lot of people in your position have worked with ghostwriters. but there's no shame about that. Cause I think it's, there's a lot of people need help. A lot of people need help sort of putting their stuff into words on the page, but you decided to write it completely yourself. And why did you decide to do that?
1: no one knows this this it was a rocky process i had a first i had an agent first and i wrote two chapters and she said it's good but i think you should get a ghostwriter and i said but i'm i'm a writer And she said, yeah, but I think it could be great with a ghostwriter. And I said, well, you know what? I'd rather have a book that's good that I wrote than a book that's great that someone else wrote. And then I said, you know what? I could have a book that's great that I wrote if I'm with the right agent who's going to give me a little bit of like feedback and tell me and direction. So I I switched agents, which was scary, but it was the best thing for me. And I rewrote the chapters and just with a little direction, they were like fantastic. And um, the book turned out, I mean, everything fell into place the way it was supposed to. Once I got into the groove of writing it, I was so I can't imagine anyone else putting into words the things that I felt because most of the emotion came through in like my third, fourth draft, you know, Mm -hmm. so I can't imagine having anyone else write this book Mm -hmm. but me.
0: And was this, was the process for you kind of completely reflection on, on everything or had you been journaling at all? Like, what, was it based on so nope. it completely just like just coming from inside of you and, and hearkening back to things?
1: Yeah, it was crazy. It's like, I've had all of this in my head for 20 years, well, more than 20 years. Cause it actually, all the distorted eating started in childhood, right? but I've had all these stories in my head. For so many years, and there were things that like were really traumatic that I thought, well, they happened, and they just make me who I am. And I to be able to like actually get them out and get them out of my head, I, like I remember everything in such detail. I remember what the meals looked like, what the starving looked like, all of it. So it was almost scary the way I like just shut down and would go inside my own head and like sit in a room and just write for hours, you know, but it was it's great. It was very cathartic
0: that was my next question, which like it must does it feel like? something has lifted from you getting all these thoughts out, like you don't have to hold on to all of that necessarily anymore.
1: Yeah, not only that, but like I see the way it all happened. Like for me, it was always just like fragments of sickness and like Mm. eras of sickness. And like now I can see the whole story like this is why it happened. And this is what happened while I was going through. And this is how I'd started to come out, you know, but also like, I wanted to give other people without sounding like self-righteous, like I wanted to offer a little hope because when you're that sick or like, even if you're not that sick, even if you just like, think about your body all the time and you say like, is this ever going to end? And, and, um, I wanted to give people like a little bit of like, um, hope or like a roadmap for like, you know, if you like, this is how you can come out of it, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. because it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I feel like recovery is a constant thing, but ultimately like you, I think to a lot of people probably represent some sort of, I mean, look at where you are now, you're writing a book about it. You're on a show and you're in this amazing position and you are sharing your story and you're choosing to share your story. And I think you're right. I think people, there's, there's no way people can't look at you and, and think, okay, yes, there, there's, there's a way to get through some of this and, and Thanks. your book is going to help yeah. that.
1: I hope so. And also like, besides from me, like, even if you didn't know me, it's actually a really good story. Like it's a great like journey to follow. It's really interesting. And then the whole reality show part of it, you know, being, trying to like keep all these secrets. And like, I go through like scenes that I was filming where you like, you'll, you could rewatch the scene and like know what was in my head. And I think like wow. the whole thing is just really, I hope it transcends like reality show fans and goes really widespread because it's an important topic and it's a very well done book and I'm super excited about
0: it. Well, I'm excited for you and and I wanted to read just a tiny bit of the. I had a question about this. The book description says that in a twist of fate, becoming a reality TV star saved saved your life, saved her life. It says, is that because of sort of the magnifying glass that reality TV represents, or is it like the reflection that that it kind of forces you into? Can you explain just that? that that yeah I'll explain that
1: I would say probably once a month for 20 years I would wake up and say that's it I'm stopping like Mm. I'm gonna get help I'm gonna find a way out of this I'm gonna do it and then it never would happen never because it was only me holding me accountable I wouldn't talk about it to anyone including my husband or my parents or nobody I would never admit anything I never said the word anorexia so it was only me holding me accountable and I I never, ever, ever followed through. And then when I decided, when I really found out about some like health issues and I knew that I had to stop, I said, I think that the only way I'm going to stop is if I let the whole world know, or Mm. however many people watch reality shows, know that I am very sick and that I have to stop. And I promise the world that I'm going to stop. Then I'm going to follow through because I'm not going to look like a failure.
0: So it's all, it's having everyone else, it's having a, a millions of people holding you accountable, essentially. Is, is, is yeah, part, and, part also, of it.
1: and also knowing that people with eating disorders might've been watching me to see if it's possible to recover. And I was sure. not going to send the message that it's, you know, it's too hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so transitioning a little bit into obviously the show, in your interview with Dave Quinn at People to announce the book, you kind of explained that the decision to make you a friend of this season actually aided a lot in some of your recovery, it was sort of a turning point in your recovery because it gave you just a little bit more space and time to focus on certain things while also having the show to, to mm-hmm. focus, like it kind of split your focus in, in, in a welcome yeah. way. W- was that at the beginning of filming? Was that sometime in the middle of filming? When did that sort of discussion and decision happen?
1: You mean the friend decision?
0: The friend decision? Yeah, but also like it was, It sounds like it was sort of a, like kind of a mutual discussion that, that was had. Um, yeah. that, that's what it sort of sounded like.
1: Like, I knew, I knew when the talks for season 13 started, which was in early-ish spring, I knew that I was not okay. I was trying so hard to act recovered, but. I had gained weight. So to the world, I looked like I was recovered. Right. But in my head, I was like, there's a problem because I hate what I'm looking at. And like, I hated looking in the mirror and I hated my body. And I said, this doesn't feel right. And I, I just knew that like, I just wasn't okay. And I was, I was afraid, even though I mean like my ego so badly wanted to be back full time i knew that it wasn't a good decision and i think the show knew that it wouldn't be a good decision based on what i said Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's that's hard it's hard to like was i happy about stepping back no but it was you know like in retrospect it was the best thing i could have done you know and i'll tell you it wasn't even that different like the season like i definitely had more time and space to concentrate on recovery. I got to recover privately. I got time to start thinking about the book, although I didn't sign a book deal until the season ended. So I wasn't writing the book during the season, but you know, like I was so happy to do it publicly last, last season, but I was, I think I needed the, you needed the time some private to do it. Time.
0: Private. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And also I...
1: knowing that like, as a friend of like, I wasn't going to be like in any massive drama was really helpful to me too, because I used to use food a lot to um, like, I used to soothe myself with like starvation tactics. It felt good to me. Mm. And I needed to make sure that I like was past all of that. By the time I jumped back into something like the right. Jersey housewives. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Right. Which, yeah. which, which, yeah, exactly. But it's, but it sounds like you're still going to be there for like a majority of the group events. You're still very much oh, around yeah. I'm at and every there.
1: group event every group of events. Unless Danielle, um, unless
0: Danielle organized yes. it.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. No, fortunately she doesn't organize it anymore. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so that really is the biggest difference that you don't really have the, just too many, like personal storyline. Right. Totally. No yeah.
1: personal storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And I guess like, so you said that sort of in retrospect that that was the best decision for you. And I totally agree with you. Does immediately, because it was kind of a hard thing to probably deal with sort of. Not being a full time person because that's a big change in your life in terms of just the the routine of it all and stuff. Mm -hmm. When 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 they bring in three new people who are sort of, it's unclear if they're going to be friends or full time probably. And you know, some of your early early in the season, some of the stuff is with is is with some of the newbies. Is is that does that create some sort of a friction between you and them?
1: In the very beginning, it was awkward. If I'm being honest, I think that nobody. At the beginning, I don't think anyone knows what their role really is. Yeah. Um, and anything can change. So I think they looked at me as a threat and I looked at them as like a threat. And, and then I think after a few weeks, Jen Fessler and Rachel became two of my closest friends. Jen is like my has since become like my best. Oh, friend. really? That's so We're fun. Attached to the hip. Yes. Um, and Rachel, I'm very, very close with two. Danielle decided she didn't like me right from like right from the jump. So that you know, whatever, I don't really care about that. But like, <laughs> I also know that like, I stand alone, and like, my job is not dependent on them having their jobs. I don't look not. at them as competition. So, so I was fine yeah. with them. It's just, it's just sort
0: of go. like a meta. There's kind of like a meta read to that. I think the big cu- first couple episodes. Just, th- I'm sure you settle oh, into for it. Sure. But yeah. I will
1: fully admit that I was like what am I doing at the beginning? And like your ego, listen, it is an ego hit. Like whether or Anybody not would
0: like feel that part way. Part
1: that decision. I mean, it's like weird and it feels, it feels, you know, bad to like suddenly take like a dip. And, you know, and my, what I used to struggle with a lot which therapy helped a lot. And it was part of my eating disorder too, is that I worried a lot what everyone else thought about me, which was which also kept me sick for a very long time. And that's something that I am so much better with now. So I really like I I actually enjoyed being a friend. Um I think this was a good season to be a friend because it is yeah. very, very aggressive this right. season. And um yeah, I had a good time and two of the three new girls ended up being very
0: close friends. Awesome. Yeah. And I and I feel like I mean it's interesting because a f- the friend of role is such like a, it's almost like an undefined thing. It can take so many different levels. I mean, we have like Kathy Hilton and Marlo Hampton who have been like such, you know, substantial friends out are essentially cast members. I feel like that's probably kind of, kind of going to be what you're going to be at this season. Like there isn't that much of a distinction. So it's like, I, I think it's a great position to be in, honestly. I really do.
1: Yeah. It, it's definitely undervalued.
0: Yeah, I agree. Can we? I mean, so it sounds like you and Danielle is. I mean, I feel like we're laying the groundwork for some, uh, maybe some fireworks. There is that. Is that is that accurate?
1: Yeah, I mean, she's she's just um, she's really aggressive and a big personality, and um, just doesn't communicate the same way that I do. But you know, she gets in my face, and she's like, I don't know, she's <laughs> she's like a child, like she behaves like a child, so. I don't really think that much of Danielle. I mean, when she gets in my face, I'm going to put her back in her place, but like I'm I'm not going to make myself look bad on TV for Danielle,
0: you know. <laughs> she is she is a riot to watch so far though. I mean, I am I'm, I'm very curious to see what what you guys have in store but <laughs> she is I I I can see how being on a cast with her would be an interesting thing to navigate, I would say.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's You'll see. Right.
0: Okay. (laughs) So obviously, a large crux of this season again is Teresa versus Joe and Melissa, and sort of how everything places in around that. And you and Melissa are so are such good friends, and and I and I guess you know already it's so intense on social media, and and she just gets put through it so much by like a very loud, I think, minority of people online. And I'm curious if that's something that you see, do, or how do you I don't know, discuss that as the show is airing because it's, it's a lot to be put through, I think. I mean, for any of you, but I feel like she gets a lot of the heat. And as her friend, I'm curious how you, I don't know, help her through that at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I just, I always let her know that I'm here for her. I don't get involved at all because that's lose-lose. And I don't think she would even want me to be involved. But, you know, I always remind her that I'm here for her. And if she ever wants to talk about anything, um, we talk about it. But, you know, I feel bad. Sometimes I wish that she could just, like, not react and and not respond. But I know, I know, like, I've been through it, too, mm-hmm. on social media. And I, I know that you sometimes feel really compelled to respond. So it's just, I think everyone feels bad about this situation and we wish it yeah. didn't happen that way, but yeah, you know it is what it is, and it has yeah. got to end somehow.
0: What are your current thoughts on the Teresa, Melissa, and Joe of it all? Like, where where do you stand right now? Because I feel it's it's just a constantly evolving situation.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, I'm closer with Melissa, and, of course, and Joe. So, um, I feel like I mean something that the viewers we'll all you'll understand why they did not go to the wedding when by the time the season is over and i don't see a way that anyone would say they still should have gone that's just my opinion so i understand why joe and melissa are so upset and i understand why they didn't go to the wedding so for me i i feel like i'm with joe and melissa on it you know i'm not saying Teresa and Louis are wrong because obviously i'm not privy to everything but you know i i i think joe and melissa made the right decision and i feel for them in this
0: situation Mm -hmm. and so when it comes to like little like little smaller things that sort of kind of roll up into this whole thing like the the thing from over the weekend that was like the when joe and joe ran into joe juday so then there's the whole fallout from like the comments on that and the coverage of that or the or it's like the thing on the show where they're getting mad that you know melissa's parents weren't invited or, or what have you like do you like is it like like you said it's sort of a lose-lose for you to even weigh in on stuff like that or how do you because you guys are all oh my god i
1: commented i commented on joe gorga what'd you
0: what'd you say and i
1: got like slaughtered right that's what i'm saying saying is is it even
0: worth it is it even is it even worth it
1: you know what i didn't even really think that like anyone would have a problem with these saying I love this. And to be honest with you, I did love it. I loved it because it was two adults who were fighting for so many years that saw each other and decided to behave like adults and decided to let like all of that melt away. And we're happy to see each other and say what you want about opportunism. But like Joe Giudice had a huge smile on his face and was hugging Joe Gorga and was holding Joe Gorga and like, Say what you want, but, like they were really legitimately happy to see each other. So, yeah, I did love it because it was people moving on and and everybody would like people to start moving on in this situation, and nobody is. So I did love it, but the internet <laughs> didn't love that. So <laughs> I gotta tell. So is it worth it to weigh in? Um I'm not sure
0: <laughs> right. and it, it's it's so funny because I feel like there's they get called opportunistic for even filming it and putting it online, but it's like that's sort of like, part of the job description that you guys have which is to like to document these things and put them online so like
1: right right I don't know it's I know what well, like I, I mean I don't I mean even the other day people were like how dare you talk about Danielle's clothes well I mean like I'm on a reality show you want me to just sit sit there and like not be invited and like twiddle my thumbs I mean
0: like what a show. We're, we're, we're yeah. going gonna to fire yeah. off some comments. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I mean, I guess Melissa said on Watch Happens Live that you didn't really mind that she told Danielle what you had said about what she was wearing. You didn't mind? I didn't
1: mind. No. And I think by now I kind of probably knew that she was going to. Right. Um, I knew after the fact it wasn't why I said it, but no, I don't care. I mean, if you're going to go out of your way, I think that it's very, very mean To have a group of nine people and invite eight of them anywhere i wouldn't do that that reminds me of high school kind of nonsense like childish stupid i'd rather you call me and have an argument with me over the phone than completely exclude me from like a cast event i think that that sucked and i think it was a a crappy childish way of going about letting someone know that you don't like them Um, especially because when I did look at her outfit, she didn't even know. She found, I think she found out in retrospect and decided she didn't like me way before that. I didn't feel bad about the comments and her shorts did look like they came out of the laundry. So
0: there you go. <laughs> well, also in the in the footage that shows that moment of you greeting each other, you're giving her the up down, but she's already walking in front of yeah, me. Yeah, she's
1: past me. She,
0: she doesn't have eyes in the back of her head. So I was just confused Right. That's that. what I'm
1: saying. Like she didn't even know. She didn't even know. I think at one point I like, looked at her like wrist to see. I like to look at people's outfits. I love clothes. I love accessories. I like looking at people's outfits. It's not me <laughs> looking in like a bad way. I think everyone by now knows that I'm not like an evil person, you know? And I try not of to course. be judgmental. Either, but like when you piss me off, when you invite eight people and not the ninth, then you're going to get
0: it. It's also like when when Housewives walk into a scene together. That's the first thing we co- they comment on is the outfit. We we do the up down. We 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 look at the look. You know, that's part of, of it.
1: Course. <laughs> of course, of <laughs> course. I don't know. She yeah. she was just looking for a reason to hate of, me.
0: Of course, of course. So there's obviously a lot to come this season that has already that went down last summer and leading up into the wedding and you know obviously intrigued to see what actually leads to the decision for them not to go, but you know, you know, you, you know, everything, you know, where things stand. And I think a lot of fans are wondering how the show can possibly move forward with both of them coexisting on a show together because they can't really, co- it seems like they can't really coexist without it rehashing things again, you know? So yeah. wh- what, what, where does your mind stand when it comes to that? What is, what do you think the show looks like in the future? Not to get ahead of ourselves, but I think it's a, it's a natural yeah. question that people are asking.
1: Yeah, you know, it's really confusing because you know you look on the internet and people are saying, "Oh, I'm tired of this. I don't want to see this fighting anymore." But the ratings are the highest that they've ever been. So I know what. Uh, so I think a lot of people are confused. Like, do you want to keep seeing this? People tune in for it. Clearly, so I do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, how do you change a cast that's getting the highest ratings ever?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, um, and it,
1: except to bring it back full time. Like, how do you, I'm just kidding. How do you change the cast? Other I'll sign than that, us, petition, right? <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. No, um, yeah. But,
1: uh, and
0: you it's know, a family like, show.
1: Yeah. So um, I would love to see everyone stay and work through it. I don't know how realistic that is, though. Hmm. I don't know. I wish I knew uh, how hmm. it would go down. If I could script it, they would all find a way to make peace and love each other again but I don't, I don't know if that's in the cards.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough because there's such, I mean, they've both been around for so long and they're still, I mean, you all, you all bring it and, and still deliver. So it's, I don't know. It, uh, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words about the whole thing.
1: I know. Why, what do you think will happen?
0: <laughs> what do I think? What do I want? I mean, I don't, think I, of them think- will I don't, I don't want either of them to go. I think that yeah, like, me. I think that like, if you were thinking from a, like a natural evolution standpoint, Teresa marrying Louie and then starting this whole family, like if she wants to go out on that, that's, there's no better way to go out on that. But I don't think she wants to go out like that. And I don't don't think she should. I don't think she should, but I think Melissa and Joe are such great presences on the show too. And it's just, and I think the the argument that neither of them can exist without the other is also kind of nil. Like, I think they, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to imagine the show with either, but without either, but-
1: yeah, I agree.
0: It's tough. Well, Jackie, can you give us one more tease for what's what's to come on this season? Because we're still very early and- um... On this
1: season? um, Oh my God, there's so much. Well, I mean, Ireland was the best cast trip that I've ever taken. And really? I think that Ireland has so much, like I can't I can't wait to get to that. But even like once on the trips, like even the short trip, the short trip that we take to um Jersey Shore is so good.
0: I love it. It's short so trip. good,
1: and there's a lot of fun. There's there's fun, but there's also like tons of drama. So I think that like you've got some good trips coming up.
0: Is there like a particular dynamic or relationship that you think that we should be paying attention to that might blossom into something more divisive or an a, a, a unexpected friendship, or is there something we can pay attention to early on?
1: I think um, I would pay attention to some storylines that maybe don't sound like they're a complete story maybe like someone is omitting information there is a there is one thing that we filmed where Jennifer just did something so outrageous that you all will like just I mean it's just so ridiculous it's the most ridiculous thing that I've ever seen Jennifer do I'm scared to see I don't it. know there's a lot of like ridiculous stuff like not ridiculous but like There's just so much drama. Every time I walked into a scene with high hopes, I would walk out like exhausted. Yeah. (laughs) There is no shortage of drama. You're not going to turn off any of the episodes and be like, that was boring.
0: I I would never, I would never expect that from you guys ever, 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 ever. Um, well, Jackie, this is so much fun. I am so proud of you for, for writing your story yourself and I can't wait to read it. And, um, I'm also excited for this season. I think it's there's there's obviously some dark sides, but I, it sounds like it's going to be fun and entertaining as well. So I'm yeah. we're in a good place.
1: Uh, thanks, Gibson. I always love talking to you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much.
1: Thanks. Bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In the Know at intheknow.com. You can follow me, Gibson. John-